it's time to get your sip on. Use your phone and tablet, computer, get your list on. Having fun while entertaining, it's the mission. Drag your mouse to the link and get your click on. Yeah. The topic stay lit, conversation don't quit. A couple wisdom with some humor in it. Uh, nothing gets better than this. So sit back and just take you a sip. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What, what up? up? What's going on? Welcome to All Tea No Shade, where we are serving tea without the shade. Like we always do. How are you guys doing? Doing pretty good. What's up, everybody? I'm glad to be back. How you doing? Oh, yeah. Uh, welcome TJ's back. TJ's back. And y'all didn't even miss me. No, we, we missed did. you. We had called me. you. True, y'all did. It was nice talking to you guys. I only got one phone call from you. I missed you guys. <laughs> he, he legit didn't know who it was, but he didn't know what I did. I thought it was my him. old brother playing a trick on me while he was there, but uh, it was nice talking to you guys and having me on the show. Uh, glad you guys had uh, a good show, also, as well. So, you want to use your call ID? Actually, it came up, what did I say? It came up as um, uh, it was Austin, a different, oh, was a different Texas state number. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. I was like, who's this? I'm like, I ain't asked that. Some bill collector calling me early I mean, in the morning. He'll he know you, Shay. Messed <laughs> up. All right, guys, tell us about your week. What's going on? Uh, my week's been it's been okay. I didn't do too much this week. Um, I went to a Tampa Bay Rays baseball game uh, this past Friday, mm-hmm. and so the Rays won. So that was dope. That okay. was good. Um, you know, the cool thing about sports is that for the most part, it brings people together, and it's very similar to like it reminds me of the music, like going to concerts. Those things you can have different shades, different ages, and people just relate to one another. Mm-hmm. And so I was talking to all the people, all the fans behind me, and uh, it was just good. So my my date had a good time. I had a good time. Um, so yeah, have y'all have y'all ever? What's a what's an event that you think brings people together the most? Like I said, sports, and I said music. Is there anything else that you think brings people together? No Funerals, tragedy. I was thinking mm-hmm. tragedy. Um, good news, mm-hmm. parties. Friends. Mm-hmm. That's true. I just went to a baby shower. I must get baby shower. I haven't been to a baby shower in a long time. Shout out to my girl Monique. Good old Monique. Yeah, congrats to you, girl. She had the most beautiful baby shower. She yeah. makes me so annoyed because from the back she looks not pregnant, yeah. mm-hmm. even in the slightest. And then she turns around and there's like, boom. Just, yeah, there's like literally it's all belly. There's like yeah. her arms haven't even gotten bigger. Like nothing's gotten does bigger she, on her does she but work her out belly. While she's been pregnant? Of course she does. Yeah, I mean, I she's insane. She works out all the time, nonstop. So that's not going to change. Yeah, they yes, say that. Uh, they say that actually makes pregnancy a little bit easier mm-hmm. if you yeah. stay exercising and continue to do the things you were doing prior prior to you being pregnant. Yeah. How was your week, though? It was good. I went to the baby shower. Got a little twisted on there. Shout out to my friend Jackie who came prepared. (laughs) What do you mean she came prepared? She came prepared with like the the liquor for them. I'm just saying. (laughs) She came prepared. That's all. All I'm gonna say. Ain't nothing wrong. Ain't nothing wrong with that. My week was good. I had a great time in um, Colorado. As I mentioned on the show last week, my brother took me to see one of my favorite jazz musicians, Boney James. Man, it was a great little small venue and. As usual, he puts on a great show. Left his um, sound right there with the saxophone. And I just uh, needed to get away for a little bit to get myself more centered. And it really helped me a lot. So I came back for a lot of energy and I'm letting my energy contain, well, I'm sorry, can still stay within me to uh, keep on broadening the things I'm doing and yeah. uh, to keep on helping other people, man. So I feel good. That's good, man. I'm glad good. you're back rejuvenated. Yeah. All right. I love it. Are you ready right now for the listener shout out, Mr. J. Noetic? What about who am I? It's always after how your week's been. And then we do who am I. Okay. 
<laughs> so, listener shout out goes to the country of South Africa. Thank you for South checking Africa. in to all T No Shade podcast last week for the Ain't That Some Shit episode. We're excited about our growth, and it seems like every week I'm surprised to see a place listed listen that I didn't think would. So, we're watching. Mm. We're watching you zippers and we enjoy seeing your perspectives and thoughts on the episodes. If you'd like to have opportunity to be shouted out on Altino Shade, just interact with us on our socials. Elle, what are our socials? You can find us on Facebook at our page called Altino Shade Podcast. You, you can also add to the group called Altino Shade Podcast and Friends. Lots of fun content being posted there. And then you can always slide in our DMs or like us, share us on Instagram at Altino Shade Podcast. All right, you guys ready for this? Who I'm won last week? Are you ready? Actually, the yeah. guest the guest won last week because I threw them. I gave him a shot. I, I, I gave him the referral of Ray J. I was like, "Who's Brandy's Ryan, brother?" Ryan. Ryan yes. won last week. Yes. All right. Yes, so. but just for the record, I am ahead of TJ now, so I'm up on four what? three. Oh, who am I? I've won the last four in a row. Oh, you haven't? Not yes, not I against have. me. No, you haven't. Oh, you no, you have. You've been crying like a little baby. Oh, you. You don't forget. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Who am I today, y'all? Today, but your voice sounds so smooth today. I mean, you always have a nice voice, that energy, but now you seem like you've been to Denver with some of that good stuff there. You came back, and now your voice is. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you the one who been in Denver. What but you my voice, because I, I don't do that. I didn't have none of that stuff there, but. Mm-hmm. I did not either. <laughs> well, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't go to Denver. Okay, at your home. All right, so this. Actor mm-hmm. is pretty friggin' famous. Okay. Middle name Carol. Carol. I just think it's adorable. So. I'm Carol. Um, oh How old is he? Net worth of three hundred and fifty million. Wow. Currently fifty. That's an actor, you say? Or actor. He's an actor. Six Carol. feet two. Has a pretty famous wife, though she's um. kind of fallen off. Um, in the past, but she's she's a new project she's working on that she's getting a little acclaim mm. for. Will Smith. Game over. There we go. Damn. Booyaka. Good job. The shovel rock. Good job. All right, guys. Mm. Will Smith. His, his last his mm. name is Carol. Yes, mm. don't you wow. love it? Mm. Carol's like a unisex mm. name. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> come back from the come back from vacation. So you guys are tied up, man. Hey, he's like you talking too much Tell shit right now. About Will Smith. Actually, let me tell you something serious. I always said that if I was meet any star, me and me and Will Smith, we'd be like boys, man. That's yeah. my dog. Right? Yes, I love we would get along Smith. Really well. Yes, I, will. Mm-hmm. I love that even as he ages, he still stays relevant. Like, mm-hmm. have you? He he had it got an Instagram maybe like a year ago. Mm-hmm. His Instagram is literally the most amazing Instagram. I actually don't follow his Instagram. I actually follow us. Subscribe to his YouTube channel. Yes. Yeah, he yeah. posts the same really stuff. Yeah. Okay. And so it's like he takes drones, you he, know, he lot, yeah. onto the Empire State Building. Like it's like most ridiculous, but like fun stuff. Like mm-hmm. if you had money and you were just trying to have a good time, this is the stuff that you would yeah, do. Yeah, um, I'm always a little leery about watching celebrities' lives and stuff like that. Because you don't know if they're acting. Right. But something in me, when I watch the interactions of Will Smith mm-hmm. and Jada and his kids, it yeah. seems so authentic. Seems real. Mm-hmm. And so, like, watching his videos, like he was filming in um, Miami for Bad Boys. Yeah. 
he would Jaden showed up and Jaden showed up and he's just you can just tell that the family dynamic mm-hmm. is good. really good. He made yeah. a quote actually in the video watch. It said, "Places have vibrations." And that people resonate with those vibrations mm-hmm. in those places. I never thought about that before. I was like, yeah. I always thought about people having energy and vibration, mm-hmm. but not actual places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. So why watching the news? Him and Nas uh, yes. invested in an app that will teach financial literacy mm-hmm. to teenagers in the hood. They both invested what about twenty two million each, something like that, or something. Wow. Yes. Yes. Something yes. like a that's lot. A yes. lot of money. Yeah, but the, the benefits that's going to bring to a lot of the kids out here. Wow. You know, it's going to do a lot for people. Financial literacy yes. is the most important thing. I they, love it. They teach you, you know, algebra and calculus, but they don't teach you how to, you know, balance the, a checkbook. The basics. Mm-hmm. The basics. Yeah. And it's great what they're doing. I wonder how they got connected on that um, on that program, on that, on that app, right? It's like, it's one thing to, to invest in like a company, a mm-hmm. big company. But how does Will Smith and Nas... Both hear about it. Hear about it and say, okay, I want to invest this money into this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I always feel like it's always like some kind of agent in between the two yeah. that they've yeah. done work with. Like maybe they have the same person that they always like contribute money to or yeah. they have the same business investor. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm assuming. Probably. But good for them. That's amazing. Financial literacy, especially for a teen. teen I mean, I know 30-year-olds who need some financial literacy, <laughs> quite frankly. So we can all, we can all, true. we need to get Jen back. We all could use some financial literacy. I know I could definitely use some financial literacy for sure. So um, ain't no shame in my game. We all can learn. We all can grow. It's always, I was asking TJ the other day about stocks because he does a lot of investing in small stocks. And I'm like, man, that's something that mm-hmm. you should definitely learn how to do because other people are doing it. And they're making money on it. Not millions. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, so I would a couple, uh, you know, $50 here, $100 there. And next yep. thing you know, you could be yep. doing the big time. That's what it is. You can mm-hmm. be doing good. Hey, TJ, you know what time it is. Hey, L, do you know what time it is? Hey, Sippers, do you know what time it is? It's time for the main sip, the main sip. Hey, it's time for the main sip, the main sip. Get your cup ready, tea ready, drink ready. Mm-hmm. Get your cup ready, tea ready, drink ready. It's time for the main sip, the main sip. It's time for the main sip, the main sip. Get your cup ready, drink ready, tea ready. Mm-hmm. Get your cup ready, drink ready, tea ready. Ah. Yes, 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 yes. Always, man. It's time for the main So sip. ridiculous, guys. Never get to She loves it. All right, the main sip, we're talking about the golden rule in love. Ooh, golden rules, yes. Yes, the golden rules in love. All right, guys, so what's one of your golden rules? Like, what are the things that you think or you've learned in your dating and love life that you have realized is, like, paramount for a successful relationship. Ready? No, man. Mm-hmm. Well, I got to back this I, all up. I got a list of things that not necessarily I came up with, um, but some of my friends, I asked them what are some of their golden rules with, for dating advice. And so I'm going to read a couple of those. I, but one person said, never dim down your light for each other. We should both be growing together and pushing each other to grow. Always maintain a safe place to share whatever is bothering you. What are your thoughts on that? I like that one. You should never have to dim your light for your partner to shine. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And so I've never been in a situation where I've had to, like, uh, 
post less on social media. Mm-hmm. Don't be like, oh, you post too much on social media or you are, you hang out with too much with your friends. Like, I shouldn't have to dim my light in order for you to feel better about yourself. Right. I disagree. You know I, mean? I disagree. Okay, tell me why. Why do you disagree? It's not about, see, we take those things personally. Like we got to dim our light. And when we look at this, that, that perspective, then yeah, maybe you're going to feel that way. Sometimes when we hear from our mates, our partners, they know us. And maybe the things they're trying to say to us will help better us. If you're at your job and your boss tell you, you got to stop doing this because of this reason right here, he's telling you that for a reason. Mm-hmm. The same with our partners. Sometimes they see things in us because what you just now mentioned about the posting so much on social media or hanging out with certain friends too much. Actually, those things, when you stop doing them, your relationship really grows a lot more. Or you it could fail. It could fail. I'm, I'm not referring to it as a fail. I'm talking about the positive part of it for a lot of people because sometimes we're not ready to accept was being brought to us because we are still thinking selfishly. I got to disagree on that. That's okay. That's because you know what? I had, a, I'm sorry, I'll tell you this right here. I had a, a, a more mature young lady back when I was seeing her who was telling mm-hmm. me things that I was doing. Mm-hmm. I'm still almost every week and partying with my boys and so forth too. And it wasn't helping our relationship. Mm-hmm. And when she told me, me about it, I fought against it mm-hmm. and I lost her. But then in retrospect, as time went on, I realized that there's some things that I do need to stop Mm-hmm. To help my relationship to benefit and grow even better. Oh, I agree. No, I you agree. With, I do agree with that. But yeah. what I'm saying is, I shouldn't. You shouldn't have to do something because some, your partner is insecure. If they're insecure about something and asking you to change or stop hanging, you shouldn't have to stop hanging out with your best friend. But how do you no, know it's coming from a place of insecurity? You have to talk about it. You right. have to communicate But I didn't say it. your best friend. I say we're friends sometimes. Okay, so let's make mm-hmm. sure we stay keeping all on this whole thing on the same subject, okay? Because, yeah, sometimes your best friend, the person say that, they may have a reason why they don't like your, your best friend, and that's something different right there. I'm talking mm-hmm. about friends in general, all my friends and stuff like that. So going back to this right here, there's sometimes it can be beneficial. A lot of times it is. Because sometimes we're not even mm-hmm. on our partner's level sometimes in some areas. Because sometimes our partners are on another level due to their experiences. Absolutely. And so, and so we get there, then we experience, now we have that, that insight, the knowledge of it. Now we go, you know what? In retrospect, in hindsight, they was right. But, but it's a thin line between wanting to change someone and wanting to improve someone. And, Very thin you, line. And, and you're right. There's things when a person is trying to, oh, I'm glad you said that. Let me say this real quick. I tell a lot of my clients, when a person is trying to change you to, to be more like how they want you to be, then don't do it. Mm-hmm. When they're trying to help change you for the better, okay, I would strongly suggest that you really consider that, okay? Because when you change for that person, if y'all don't make it, for how that person wants you to be, if y'all don't make it, the next person you'll see, you're not who you were. Mm-hmm. You are that person that was right for the other person, but not for this new person. And it may sound a little bit funny, thing, but actually stay who you are, make yourself better from things they're helping you change to help better you, not better you to be how they want you to be. All right, L thoughts? I think it really goes based on what you consider dimming your light, right? So, like, it's funny because I didn't even, when you said dimming your light, I didn't even think of, like, them saying you can't go a certain place, you can't go with your friends. Like, to me, those are compromises that happen in relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't necessarily, because most of your partners are not going to be like, I feel insecure, that's why I don't want you to hang out with your friends. Yeah, right? no, no, no one's going to say that. They're, they'll be like... They ain't shit, <laughs> right? Like they're gonna come up with an excuse, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to determine if it's if it's true or not. Really, when I think of dim my light, it's like, and I think maybe I have a different perspective because I'm the only female here. Is though sometimes fi- like financially or from a from a career perspective as a woman, you don't want to 
exceed your dude. You know what I mean? You don't want to be. I can feel that. Mm-hmm. I understand that. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I know a lot of women who don't put, they get to a certain level and then they stop pushing because they are now um, comparable or they're, or they're a step up from their guy mm-hmm. and they're, cons- they're worried that if mm-hmm. they continue to, if that, that, that gap continues to get bigger and bigger yeah. that it'll become a, a bigger issue mm-hmm. in their relationship. That's a good point. That's a very good point. A different perspective that a lot of men don't think about. Yeah. So there's definitely a lot of men that aren't comfortable with their Absolutely woman making not. more money than them. I mean, that's a real, real thing. It's a, it's a real, I actually was dating a guy and he, he, ha- I never talk about my, how much money I was making or how much money I make. But back then, I especially Ballin. did. Mm-hmm. And he happened to, I was, it was during W 2s, like mm-hmm. during, you know, tax time. Mm-hmm. And I was filing my taxes and he just happened to like look over, you know, your tax information is all there, like mm-hmm. how much you made for yeah. the year. And he was like, damn. <laughs> and it was funny, it was funny at first, but then yeah. it just kept, getting popped up mm-hmm. into Randomly, conversations. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, I'm like, hey, you want to go get my nails done? Well, you can you can, you can, can go ahead and handle that because, you know, you make such and such. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Or if I'm like, normally he would like fill my car up with gas mm-hmm. and stuff like oh, wow. that. Like, just cute things. Mm-hmm. So all really of a sudden, all uh, of that stopped. Like, yeah. it was like... And that's unfortunate, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That and people, so, yeah. it did ruin our relationship. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because the last thing you want to do is feel like your hard work, you should be ridiculed for your hard work. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, just em- enjoy what I, embrace what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, as uh, you're not using it, especially if you're not using it against him Absolutely or her. Not. You know what I mean? Like, don't worry about my money because that's not, that's not why I'm here with you. Like, right. You know, so. Well, so it can be, it can be very, I get that, not dimming your light. But I want to talk more about this compromise situation, right? Mm-hmm. So, when your significant other comes to you mm-hmm. and they have identified maybe like a friend who is suspect, right? What's your response to that? Are you immediately always going to be on your friend's side? Are you going to consider it? Like how? Well, I mean, I've been in this situation before in, in the past and I sat down and had a conversation like, well, why, what, what is the, the uh, actions that giving you this feeling right. that something in this friendship is suspect. All right. And let's talk about that. And then what's the compromise on that? Because if some, most of my friends, most of our friends are going to be part of our lives way prior to our new person. Right. Yeah. And so you don't want to cut off all your friends, someone who's been a friend for 15, 10 years. Yeah. What's the compromise on it? So for me personally, what I decided was I would no longer hang out one-on-one with this friend because my my woman at that time was uncomfortable with the situation mm-hmm. and i said i said but i'm not going to eliminate them because they're important to me right so what i will do i will i will still hang out with them in a group setting right mm-hmm. i just won't do one-on-one and so you, that's a you, great compromise when you're in a relationship you do have to compromise on some things but me personally i'm not going to cut my friends out because my friendships are important to me yeah so. My um, partner had to give me a reason why they don't care for that person, mm. and or reasons, and we will sit down and discuss those. And then <laughs> that's right, Earth Wind and Fire. But and then after that, we will sit here and discuss things as adults and come up and see how we figure we should go about this. Mm. Because I have a lot of older, true friends, and some of them, and my partner, if I had one, she may not really care for who I'm saying or who my buddies may be, my true ones. But they've been my boys for life. 
Yeah. Always had my back, and I know them. I know their personality. I know their character. I know a lot about them. Everything more than what she knows. And she's going by what she think and what she feel. But I know by facts. Do you guys all have that ancient friend who has been ancient for like forever? Mm-hmm. But. And like no one understands why you're friends with the person, but they're like they do something for you, right? Yeah, like yeah. they're just like they're old, true. So every time you have relations, like, are you really friends with this person? Yeah. Like, how to the yeah, I'm friends with this person. <laughs> yeah, because truth, truth of the matter is, as we know, everyone that you are friends with doesn't mean that your other friends are going to be friends with them. Right. Everyone does not rub the same way or connect the same way. So your so your your partner at that time may not like your friends because the energies don't match, but they match for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, yeah, I I'm not about I don't know, man. My friendship is just so my my woman is very important. I don't want to get too personal, but for me in the past, I had to isolate myself from my friendships in order to make my partner feel comfortable mm-hmm. in the relationship. And me personally, I became miserable because my friendships are are part of my life. I enjoy hanging out with my friends on an intimate setting, going out, having a good time. I am a firm believer that you have to have your own space, your own time, and they have your partner has to have their own time. So to eliminate my friends was the worst feeling that I could possibly go through. Yeah, so. I've been on the other end of that. So I've been eliminated as a friend <laughs> due to jealous girlfriends. And it messes up the friendship because no matter how much, like I had a really good friend and his girlfriend was younger and very jealous and Absolutely, he she he, he she gave him three women that he could not like communicate oh, wow. with anymore, That's and crazy. I was one of them. That's crazy. Um, and her reasoning was that we were his like physical type, mm. but that has like nothing yeah. to do with anything. Insecurities, super insecurities, and so being like in social settings with them, it was really awkward because this person I used to hang out with all the time, like we we say hello and then we just keep it moving. Yeah. And then when they finally did break up, you know, he pulled me aside. He wanted to have lunch and like talk about it and apologize, and like I let him, but not the same anymore. Yeah, I don't want to hang out anymore. Like he hit me up a couple of times, like, "Hey, you want to go?" Nah, I'm good. Like mm-hmm. it completely um, Change the dynamic changes the, the dynamic yeah. of the. Because also now you're adding this component of like, well, cut. should I be nervous that you're attracted to? Are you attracted mm-hmm. to me? Like, what am I? All of a sudden, you're giving somebody a way more power than you think. I think as a female. Yeah, I said I wouldn't worry too much about that. My concern, my issue would be. Is that you feel, not you, but you, the person that was my friend, feel like I am replaceable anytime you want. You can cut me off. Or dispensable, yeah. Or dispensable anytime you want. And that would bother me. Like, mm-hmm. I, don't cut me. You're just going to cut me off like that? Yeah. Here's a part of all that. We have to realize that we all learn from uh, situations we go through, especially new situations. And for that person, that guy you're referring to, that was a new situation for him. Yeah. And he learned from it. Yeah. Okay. He made a decision for his girlfriend at that time. Mm-hmm. He's still the same friend probably he always was with you. Yeah. He, he went through a learning situation that he'd never been through before. Now he know how to respond better and differently. Yeah. And we, we take it, um, a lot of times we take it very personal, mm-hmm. like it was about us, but it was. It was about that person who had to learn something, who had to go through that. So now he mm-hmm. knows, or even she in the, in the future, know how to respond and handle the situation differently. Yeah. yeah. And with that, it comes losses sometimes. That's true. You know, Jay is aware of one of my best friends that I lost. Due to a decision, 
And mm-hmm. it hurt me. It hurt me deeply because that's my boy. Yeah. You know, but he made a decision for a certain person and, and I respect it. Yeah. But you lost one of your best friends. Yeah. yeah. You lost yeah. one of your best friends. Am I still bitter a little bit? Mm, I'll be honest, maybe a little bit yeah. because it, it hurt. Yeah. Because me and my boy, we've been friends for over 20 some years. Yeah. And I was there before her. And I always tell anybody, when you got a good friend, a best friend, somebody who's been there with you like that, they should be there before your mate and after your mate because they are your friend. Mm-hmm. Your friend don't need to, your, your mate don't need always need to accept all your friends, especially when you know your friend is not trying to have you do the wrong thing out here. Yeah. They're actually keeping you from doing the wrong thing. Right. Okay. Man, I had a, so I had a. Oh God, this no, face no. right now lets no. you know it's about to be so, some mess. A, a a a woman that I dated, her guy friend, her boyfriend didn't trust me, mm-hmm. right? But I was the one dude mm-hmm. who was telling her to be faithful right. and to do the damn thing right. right. He's worried right. about me. Yeah, yep. I'm like, bro. Yep, I am not the one that you need to be worrying about. Right? It's all but for insecure, attractive people, whatever mm-hmm. they get insecure. So. What's another tip? Any other? I, you know what it made me think about? What? You can you can you can edit it this out. <laughs> you don't want to. Remember your roommate and her boyfriend? Oh yeah, yeah. No, you can. You can I'm gonna edit that out. That was yeah. the craziest thing ever. Yeah, he. Uh, oh, Spazzed oh, out. Are you serious? And he was like, because yeah. I it came up on my on my time hop. Oh man. Because I think I like so texted you or funny. something like that. He like searched your number to find I'm your number. To how, how this happened. So somehow my my roommate, she her her boyfriend. She had a long distance boyfriend. Long distance boyfriend mm-hmm. was not secure in a relationship at all, and thought we were sleeping together, and we we were not. But for whatever reason, he would he got my number somehow. Mm-hmm. And he and he he's texting me all this stuff. No, like, first he tried to Facebook you, and you blocked him. No, no, no. He texted me first. Oh, he texted me first, and I was like, "Bro, you acting out of your lane right now." Yeah, like, what are you doing? So he's just going in, going in, and so then I, I blocked his phone number. Uh huh. And I was like, "I'm, I'm just going to end this." And then he went on Facebook and sent me a friend request on Facebook to try to send me a message to continue going on. Mm-hmm. And so then me being who I am, <laughs> decided to post his number in the Facebook group that went, I went in. in, and all the people in the group. All sided texting them and went in, in on <laughs> when you had to see the actual that. things that uh, he was posting to Jay though. Like if you were if you are a friend, a friend, Jay's friend at all, you would have been like, Oh, we about to go in. Yeah. It was like everyone went after this too. The yes. roast session of the year. And then uh, everybody kept posting what they texted him. Yes, it was I hilarious. felt bad, but not bad enough not to stop it. At all. But yeah, okay, so with regards to so our first our first golden rule would be to not dim your your don't own dim, light. Don't dim your light. I think the second one that we kind of talked about is be willing to compromise. That's true. Um, mm-hmm. but That's not true. blindly do so. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so if your significant other is saying something, uh, it might be to TJ's uh, point, it might be to your benefit. Um, but to Jay's point, you shouldn't blindly just follow it you should ask some real critical questions and then determine if you are in agreement with them um if you need to change that that certain aspect of your life yep here's here's another one i have that's really important to me no cursing at each other when we talk it will come out doing arguments but don't curse at me that's a golden rule for me i will not talk to you if you're cursing at me yeah i will sit there and look at you like you're crazy until you calm down yeah the communication is 
the most important thing in a relationship, a healthy communication and arguing and cursing at me. And no, it's not going to work. I'm just going to shut down. Yeah. Some people get really volatile when they start arguing. Mm -hmm. And my thing is just never let it get to that point. And if you fight fair, there is such a thing as fighting fair. Yeah. And as hard as it is to not bring up that old ish, how hard it is to stay focused on what you're fighting about right this minute. Yeah, don't dig in the past. Right? Yeah. Is what you need to do. Be a better you, right? A Bayo time, <laughs> y'all. Right? Like, <clears throat> don't throw back to, like, ancient history. Yeah. Remember you- that one time you told me that girl was cute? Yeah. One yeah. of the biggest things... I'm sorry. Let me say it real quick. One of the biggest things about arguments is when... One person bring up a situation or a point for you to understand. Stay on that point. Ooh, yes. A lot of times we try to deflect it and, mm-hmm. and, and go other directions with it. Well, you do the same thing. No, it's not about what he does right now. Yeah. If he bring up a point to <clears throat> you or about you, deal with that point first. Yeah. And then after y'all discuss that, then go to the next point. Well, you know what? We discussed this, but I'm going to bring this up also. You also do this, Ray. That's this true. way, because when you do that, you're not resolving the problems. Okay, you still going around in circles and nothing gets resolved. That's what's, that's an issue that a lot of us have or have had in our communication with our partners when we argue. We don't stay on the issue or the subject. We deflect it. So I'm like the opposite. I'm the least argumentative person when it comes to relationships, which mm-hmm. I think is hilarious. I almost feel like, though, you're the type to... You, you're the least argumentative, but I also feel like you hold on to it. Oh, child. <laughs> <laughs> and which is just bad. <laughs> She's selling herself right now. That, that means she yeah. does. It's so funny because I listen to all my girlfriends talk and they're like, yeah, I told that nigga to shut the fuck up. And I'm like, oh my God, I would never. Mm. But then I am, I'm the opposite. So I have to talk to the people like me who we shut down. Yeah. You know, shutting down is almost just as bad as it cursing is. somebody it, out. It really is. Right? Like, some people actually would prefer that you curse their ass out and talk Me. versus shutting Me. down. Yeah. And so, when I get upset, the thing I'll do is I'll just be like, oh, that's how you feel? Mm, done. <laughs> yeah. And I shut all the way down. That's and bad. I can, yeah. I literally can just be looking at you and not do anything, feel anything, and just be like, whatever. Um, and so for those people who are like me, the shutdown crew, um, my thing is get out of your way. <laughs> I also think part of it, and maybe I'm incorrect, that people who shut down aren't necessarily comfortable with speaking their their mind. Their truth, yeah. Their truth. And that takes practice. That takes just it takes people creating a safe space mm-hmm. for you to be vulnerable and say how you feel. I mean, it's probably because maybe in the past when you have expressed yourself, it created a very hostile environment. Right. So now you're like, you know what? I'm just going to hold on to it. I'm not going to mm-hmm. say anything. But I'm the type of person. I would rather you just tell me how you feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was another girl I was dating and man, that, I, that was my, that was my chick. Right. Yeah. But she just could not talk unless we started drinking. Mm-hmm. She got more comfortable. Mm-hmm. And she just, she just talking about everything. She's like, why are you smiling at me right now? I'm telling you, I'm like, because <laughs> you're telling me how you feel. Yeah. And I would rather you tell me how you feel mm-hmm. than to shut down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, can, I can work through what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But right. I, if you don't tell me anything, I can't do anything about it. So, what you about to say, T? Uh, uh, I want to go back on something else. She said she would tell her friends. And they'd be like, girl, tell that N, that N word and everything. So, I'm... I'm stopping. I'm stop saying that anywhere. So oh, okay. yes, I'm working on that. So you good. Got it I like it. 
But um, so I, I always say ninja. Negras. Ninjas, yeah. That's what my friend did. And I no, actually I'm going to L. I'm replaced it actually with for a L. Long, you know what? Negro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pissed. I say Negro a lot. <laughs> I do. But um, I always tell people this way. Keep your friends out your business. Mm. Because, you know, a lot of times we go to our friends and we're having issues and problems and they will say what you want to hear, what they feel also that validates you. Yeah. And it's the wrong information. It's the wrong input. A true friend will tell you the truth, not what you want to hear. Absolutely. Like I tell you about with, with even relationships, uh, personal and also professional. Keep your personal life. Keep it personable, not personal. The least they know about you and your personal with you and your mate, because y'all can have a big argument right now. Girl, I'm leaving this day. He getting my damn nerve. Girl, go ahead, leave him and everything, right? They say all that stuff. Late on that evening, you back in his face. Mm-hmm. And how did, and it's the same thing go for men also. How do you look then? How do you feel then? Yeah. You know? Uh, okay, I, it's sir. something that I learned a long time ago. Maybe this is more common for females, but you match your friend, <laughs> right? So generally, like even my best friend right now, uh, well, my best friend for life, right? <laughs> but, um, we, you know, if we're complaining about our dude or whatever the case is, she'll be like, so how you want me to play this? <laughs> Good cop or bad cop, right? But the, the, the thing is, no matter how, and it's so hard, but no matter what she tells me about her man, because, mm-hmm. I mean, I showed up to my best friend's house one mm-hmm. day with a bat because mm-hmm. her boyfriend was acting all the way out and she mm-hmm. called me crying and I was like oh hell no mm-hmm. right I was I was a little thug back in the day and so I showed up with a bat and then obviously you know she turns me away I'm yeah. like girl no but yes yeah. but no but give me the bat though <laughs> low key but no right you have to you can't be more invested in your friend's business or relationships than they are you have to know that when you hear about the bad times mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna hear people complain more about the bad stuff than they do they exactly. praise the good stuff mm-hmm. so anything you hear from your friend you are more than likely going to hear the worst about their mm-hmm. significant other more so than you're going to hear how great they are because they want to vent exactly mm-hmm. so you have to take that with a grain of salt so now mm-hmm. with my girlfriends they can come and tell me like my man ain't shit and i know that that's not real like mm-hmm. i know that they like they've been with this man for six years he mm-hmm. has to be some he he can't be ain't shit like you mm-hmm. know what i mean but they're venting they're mad so as a girlfriend you have to pull back and realize that they are simply venting you right. can't put your own personal all oh, that have him and, and then you see him you have an attitude with him and there's because that's how you lose your friend and, it's, and and that's so true because when you do that you're painting a bad picture of your mate yeah and everybody now they've never met this guy before mm-hmm. but all of a sudden they mind when they do meet him oh that's that sorry ass guy right there mm-hmm. he could be a great guy not really realize that the person who is sorry is you yeah, and we always want to point, you know, point fingers at the other person. I've seen it happen a lot of times. My, ref, my best friend's perfect, so there's mm. nothing she could do wrong. Yeah, wait till my, my quote come up today. <laughs> so I would say two things on that. I would also say not just, shout out to Diamond. Don't just tell, Brown. don't tell your friends, but also don't keep your parents out of your relationship too. Like, don't tell your, don't bring your mom and oh. your dad into mm. it. Mom and daddy well. the worst. Gonna be even worse, you know. But I also will say that you said I think TJ said you shouldn't, you know, shouldn't don't tell your friends all your, your issues or whatnot. But I also think you should know your friends. You should know what friends that you can talk to who's going to keep it real with you 100%. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, I, I don't, go to your, don't go to a random ass friend who's going to tell you whatever you hear. Go to your, 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 your ace boom coon, the person mm-hmm. who's going who gonna to keep it real yeah, with you. going to keep yeah. it real with you. Yeah. Absolutely. Ooh. All right. So another one I have, never make your partner's feelings seem invalid. Acknowledge them with, res- with respect, 
and understanding. Mm. Yeah. Never make your partner's feelings feel invalid. So mm. if someone comes to you and say, well, this, this is how I feel about this, blah, 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 blah. blah. And you go, well, that's not what I meant. That's not what it. That's not what it is. This is why we did it. So, so now you just you just taking away the, their yeah. ability to tell, say how they feel. Mm-hmm. Not saying that's wrong or right. Acknowledge their feelings. Don't discredit my feelings. Right. Sometimes there's too many feelings. Because uh, no, it, it is because sometimes no matter what you say. I felt this way. Then you'll say something. Well, it makes me feel this way. Then you say something else. I feel this way. It's too many feelings sometimes. I don't think it's too many feelings. I think it's not enough understanding. It's, it's two different things. And, but they, what do they state? They say it's, I don't, you know, I feel this way. So you're right. You understand that it's an understanding of it. Mm. But when they communicate to you, they're saying, I feel, and it made me feel, there's too many feelings. And no matter, sometimes no matter how you try to get them to understand, sometimes people are so focused on that one point, they don't see the other points you're bringing to them. That's why you got to work through it, though. And, 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 and I understand. If you're, if you're in the right relationship, you work. You try to work through that. That's Who's in the right relationship? We all try to make our relationships right. Absolutely. Abs- so absolutely. the communication is is part of what it's doing. Is part of it, right? But what I'm saying is, even if you're saying that too many feelings, this is how they feel, and so you got to be able to work through those feelings to get to the core root pro- of the problem. Well, let's 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 keep it real right here for a minute. Most time, we men say and say women feel too much. They got so many questions. Right. A lot of times we do, do we do say that we're talking amongst each other and a lot of times it's what they feel, man. She she feel too damn much all the damn time. All I hear is what she feel. I feel this. I feel that. And we may say and discuss that right there. So when what you're saying is right, it is about them trying to get an understanding. But when they're communicating with you, they're saying, I feel everybody don't understand at that moment that that person is really saying, I don't understand or so. But they, when they state that I feel that's their way of saying that I don't understand. Oh, they feel they really hurt. How you feel? How do you feel about this, the question? Oh, here we go. <laughs> well, I think you have to validate your partner's feelings, even if they're not justified, right? So if you have to, yes, I think you need to acknowledge oh, okay, it. Okay, okay, not maybe validate it, okay. but acknowledge, acknowledge it. And I agree. You mm-hmm. need to acknowledge your significant other's feelings, even if they're not justified. Mm-hmm. But then I think if you don't believe they're justified, you need to have a further conversation. Like you can feel. I, you however know, you want however you want I, I you know i could do a backstand and you could be like oh i feel like you'd be doing the most well that's probably true <laughs> 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 but either way like i have to sit down and determine whether or not that if that's a real concern and if it's a concern for them that's how you have to take a look at it like even if it's not a real thing for you like if somebody feels you're too flirty with someone or they Mm. feel that you don't spend enough time with them or they feel that you don't give them enough love right Mm -hmm. right those are the way they feel you might not feel that right but you still have to acknowledge it and then understand that this is how your significant other significant other is feeling they're not feeling enough love they're not feeling seen or validated or whatever the case is mm-hmm. and then you have to determine what you're going to do based on that but no I'm going to say you I would say both of you both of you, both of you mm-hmm. have to but the hard, thing about it is if they that. say it this mm-hmm. is my thing if I say it multiple times in a relationship I'm going to communicate it to you and if you do nothing about it, then it's not a big deal for you. And yeah. if I keep communicating to you and you still do nothing about it, I'm going I'm to pull away. Okay. I like what you said, because that's going to the point I was talking about. Sometimes they do always oftentimes say, I feel this. I feel like you were saying. Yeah. And so when you do mention it to them, I strongly suggest to anybody out there, give them a way to sit here and resolve it. 
Yeah. Because they're going to resolve it in their way, which oh, may like not this. which may not be how you want it or need it. Okay? Mm-hmm. So when you say, so I feel that I'm not getting enough attention, I need for you or I would like for you to pay me some attention. Ooh. How? When you tell that person how now, they know a way to resolve it. Mm. It's up to them to choose to do it the way that you're asking for it mm. or to either ignore it or do the way they want to keep on doing it. I think it. that's brilliant. I think if you're going to so present a problem, you should probably present the solution. Exactly. You you got to have a solution. Um, exactly. And so if you're saying, like, I don't feel like you give me enough love, mm-hmm. then you need to. And, like, I'm, gonna, I'm talking to the ladies right now. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> don't say the solution is give me more love. Like men are men. Right. <laughs> well, let's go to the bathroom and get this going on right now. We're you know? a little different, <laughs> right? Like you need to explain what that means exactly. to you because love can be different. Like exactly. love can be making you coffee in the morning mm-hmm. or giving you foot massages or it can be mm-hmm. cuddling or sex or mm-hmm. whatever it is specifically to you. It's going to be different to someone else. So mm-hmm. you need to present the solution. I love that. Mm-hmm. One of my friends said, I've, I've learned that it's not always about how I feel how I make the other person feel. Yeah. What bothers me may not bother them. Mm. Like in the past, you know, if your ex said, oh, you're looking a little thick, they may be like, oh, okay, let me go get it on. What? But if you say it to the current person, yeah. they may be offended by, oh, you're a little like thick. Like thick how? Yeah. And so you have you to- You trying under- to say something? Got to understand how, sometimes it's about how you make the other person feel. You don't make nobody feel no way. They feel the way they feel exactly. based on what you say. That's their choice. But sometimes that's their choice. No, no, no. You can make somebody feel like shit. No, you can't. No, you can't. You say you look like shit today. You're making them feel like shit. No, you're not. Because you know what? what? Hold on. Hear me off a minute. Oh, wow. No, let's just this right here. L, you're a strong woman, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. If a guy told you, make you know, you look like shit. What you going to say? Are you going to feel that way? You be like, boy, please. Mental abuse is a real thing. No, no, I, I'm not saying. I'm not saying it. Understand what we're talking. about. Let's stay on the point. I'm going to say somebody making no. About it's somebody be making a, you feel a certain a kind two of two-pointer. It's going to be a two-pointer. I'm going to tell him to kiss my ass. Okay. But then I'm also going to feel a little like. And shit. But, but right, you're right. You're going to feel that way because that's your choice to feel that way. No, because, because somebody. No, 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 no. But hear me, hear me out. No, I, 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 again, Jay, listen to what I'm saying. You, I didn't say you don't play a part in it. Yeah. I said you make somebody feel that way. When I was younger, I had certain people say certain things to me that bothered me, and I felt a certain kind of way. Nowadays, I'm stronger. Shit don't bother me because I don't allow people to put that much control, put that much control of me into their hands. But the thing about it is, don't if you have you friendships, if you have relationships, the very foundation of that is vulnerability. It's the ability to um, communicate and to feel things with mm-hmm. them. And so, if you have people in your life who are even acquaintances, at some level you've opened yourself up to them. And so if they do say something, you will be hurt. And now you might that. you might I'm not, not take that. it mm-hmm. negative like you might not it might not devastate you, right? But you might feel some type of way. Like if I walked up and been like, hey, TJ, you're looking a little small. You done mm-hmm. lost some muscle. Mm-hmm. Y'all already know mm-hmm. TJ's a muscle-bound dude. Mm-hmm. All right? He might, he might A, not take that at all, or B, be like, eh, what you mean? Mm-hmm. I've been hitting the gym, been doing what I'm supposed to do. Like, right. It all depends on you, right? But if I say negatively, if I say yeah. it with like a little nasty mm-hmm. attitude, you're going to feel some type of way. I'm TJ. not saying you won't feel that way. What I'm saying that don't nobody make you feel a way you choose to feel that way because it may have bothered you. Yes, that's your choice. That's your choice to become offended, defensive, or whatever. That's your choice. Because one person can say one. Here's a good point right here. Okay. Let's look at a young lady right here. A young lady. She goes out. She put on a dress. She's going out that night for a boyfriend or her husband. Looks great. Mm-hmm. He compliments her. 
she feels good. Mm. She go out, she get so many of her girlfriends complimenting her also. Girl, you look great. Look at you, girl. Girl compliments mm. are the best yes. compliments ever. But you get anyway. one person, one female, little, you know, they can be a time, like, mm, girl, that, that's, an, that's an ugly dress. Mm -hmm. Did she make you feel bad or did you choose to feel that bad because of her compliment? Her actions played a part in it. I'm not saying it don't play a part in it, Jay. So you that, said. That's what I'm saying, though. No, no, then, then, hold, actions, then, then, everyone, then, every nope. action has a consequence. No, let's go back to what you yes. said. Uh, we didn't say that it don't play a part in it. You said that they made you feel bad. The person don't make what they said yes, they did do. play a part in it. Says, excuse me. They do make you feel a certain. Way. No, they don't. But that's a choice. You, okay. you know what? You'll learn that it's, in time. It, it's it a kind choice. of goes yeah. to like what Jay choice. says: is mental abuse real? Absolutely. Right? Because if somebody is mentally abusing you, it, they making me feel. They okay. making you feel and bad. When, hold, hold up. They don't make you. When you become a stronger person, when you become a stronger okay. person. Do what people say make you feel bad anymore? Yes. No, yes. no, they, no, they don't. Yes. No one's well, infallible. Yes. No, I'm not saying that. Please follow to understand, dear people. What people say, we, as long as we keep putting that power into their hands, we don't hold ourselves accountable for controlling ourselves. You can hold yourself accountable 100% of the time. Yeah. But we are human beings with feelings and emotions. And people We're not can saying make that. I understand. No, way. people don't make you feel the way. We're going to disagree. What, what they What's so, another tip you got? Another tip I would say for me is taking a moment. So I was, my last relationship was pretty abusive. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. You know, I don't share. <laughs> and so it was emotionally and uh, mentally abusive. And from now, like I'm obviously in a new relationship. And so there are things he does and says that triggers the ish out of me right but the trigger isn't he he hasn't done necessarily anything wrong it's triggers from my past relationship mm -hmm. and so i think one thing that has been helping me a lot is taking a moment to it doesn't help though because i shut down but mm -hmm. it does help in the long run in the sense that taking a moment to really understand why you're mad so like he'll do something i'll get pissed or I'll feel some type of way. I've never really got that mad, mad at him actually. But like he'll do something to trigger me where I'll get I'll feel some type of way. Yeah. I I will give myself 20 minutes to sit mm. and to really like appreciate why I'm mad. Uh it sounds stupid, but half of the time, not even half of the time, it's like 75 75% of the time I have been what he's done isn't really his fault. It's something I've been triggered based on past relationships or past experiences. Mm -hmm. And even if he did something wrong, my response to it would have been a uh, atomic bomb when it really should have just been like, like a slap on the wrist. You know what I mean? Because of past relationships. So sometimes you need to take a second to really focus on what they did wrong, how you feel about it, and are you, is your reaction to it really reasonable? My thoughts have always been, everybody has emotions and feelings. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's up to you to decide what you do with those after the point of realizing you have that emotion. Yeah. I love you, okay? Do I pursue the love? Or do I say, I love you and step back away from you? Yeah. I'm pissed at you. Mm -hmm. Do I yell at you? Or do I take a moment, think about why exactly am I pissed off? Am I really pissed off or am I just hurt by the moment. Yeah. It's definitely important to take a step back when you're in that, when something triggers you. Yeah. And, or to know when something being said or done does trigger you. Mm -hmm. So you okay, I'm, I'm feeling a certain way. Let me take a step back and understand why I'm feeling this way mm -hmm. before you address it with 
whomever, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whatever. Whatever. So, I have another one though that's really mm-hmm. good. Stop. Don't stop giving the love. Don't stop giving the love. Yes. So when you are mad at with your significant other, like the the goal isn't to stay mad. Some people, mm. I feel like when they're mad at the person, they they get confused with the end point, right? The end point isn't to stay mad or to have a huge fight, right? The end yeah. point is to resolve it. And so I be pissed at you, but we cuddling. You still gonna put your <laughs> leg on my on me at night, right? Like yeah. you know, we're still gonna have sex. We're still gonna be kissing and. I'm mad at you, but I still have love for you. Don't you know what I pun- mean? Don't try to punish them. Exactly. Yeah, punish the thing them. about it is when you we when you cut them off emotionally and physically from like any kind of love, then a fight can last so much longer. You know how hard it is for Absolutely. you know you to stay mad at someone when you cuddle up with them. You know That's what I mean? Hard. Like you know how hard it is to stay mad when you know That's true. you guys That's are true. all kissed up on each other. That's it's true. really easy to let things go and to let let the small stuff go. That's true because when you when you create that space and to be angry then you, you just continue to live in that, that energy. Yeah. But when you cuddle up or you spend time together, like, you're right. Or you be cute and sweet. Like, I'd be so mad and I just, whatever. What were about to say, Shay? Us, right the movie Us. In the opening scenes, there is a- The movie Us. What movie is that? The, uh, uh, Peel. Peel, the horror movie with the red. Oh, okay, okay. Red. The, um, the one where they did the, what's that song? Oh, the, uh, crap. I know what it's like. But you yes. know what I'm talking about? Yes. That is the creepiest. They turn it into the creepiest song. Oh, the yeah. creepiest song yeah. ever. What was it? It's a Fuji song. It is. Yes, but anyway, so la, la, la. so in the, in the beginning there, there the couple was having an argument, and she was not happy with him because he was just like blowing her off or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he was still, they're still connected. Like he could be arguing with somebody and and create space, but still leave that connection so you have that that. That safety line, emotional safety line. Yeah. Back to each other, and that's the, sometimes people get so lost in the black hole of. They get so mad at. They get so focused on being mad at each other, they forget that they're together. Yeah. <laughs> Keep that that line there. I agree. So another good one is um, kisses. She said, kisses entering and exiting the house. So I wouldn't say I wouldn't say kisses, but I would say healthy greetings, right? And mm-hmm. so when I enter a house. Give me a love. Give me a hug. Give me something, some, some form of affection, because I very well could not have walked through these doors, and vice versa. Right. Fine. Right. And so when I walk in, don't just let me in and don't acknowledge me. Right. And so that's something that's really big. I think is just acknowledge your partner, especially if you're living together, or even if not living together. Like yeah. someone's coming to visit you and they're walking over, coming, you're not gonna you open the door, give them a big ass hug. Say hello. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The big one. The big one. Hey, y'all know that, that Jay is the hug the hug king. Yes. Uh, but TJ might have you beat, though. TJ be, TJ been giving some good hugs recently. I'm just saying. You might got some competition. It might. It might. It might. Let me tell you, every time you see Jay at an event, Jay's whole shirt, I don't know why you still wear white. I stopped wearing white I don't white know. Shirt. But, like, his whole left or right side will be all makeup, makeup. down. Because oh. <laughs> he don't, when he hugs you, he fully pulls you in. Like, there's no, like, Thank getting out of the hood. Thank God I'm single. Because if I wasn't. That's why you're single. <laughs> <laughs> Probably right. Probably any others? Right. Any others? I'm um, going through this real quick. Let me see if there's anything else good in here. Any other golden rules? 
Here's a good one. In the first 90 days, the exit door should be wide open. Amicable exits. No fights, no arguments. No, somebody done, done me wrong, done me wrong. Meaning saying like, I, I approach it with like dating. If we go on three, four dates and it doesn't work out, I'm not mad at you. Yeah. It's okay. It didn't work out. It didn't work out. I'm so, not- so I think she probably said 90 days, this person, because everyone thinks three months is like a long time. A long time or the opportunity to know what someone's going to be, show you who they really are or whatnot. Yeah. But I mean, I. I don't hold that against people. It doesn't work out. It doesn't work out. Agreed. And even like, it's so interesting because it really depends on timing. Like, if, do you believe timing is real? Mm, right. Absolutely. Because I have... I want to say like a good majority of my boyfriends, I straight dissed when I first met. <laughs> you first met them, you curved them? <laughs> curved. Well, like my natural tendency is just to be me. Like, do me. Like, I don't... I'm not looking... I never... I'm looking for like yeah. love. Like, you know what I mean? Like... Sometimes I don't want to be boot. I want to be booed up, but even when I want to be booed up, I'm still like not going to the club trying to snag someone, right? So, yeah. pretty much almost like seventy five percent of the guys that I ended up being in a relationship with, we they, we start talking beforehand, and then I like disappeared off the face of the earth, which is what I do. Uh, and then, commitment issues, maybe? Commitment phobia. You know when you've been treated wrong, it's hard to get back into a situation, like, because yeah. it requires you to be vulnerable. Um, but it'll be like, it'll the right timing will happen. We'll re-see each other, or we'll reconnect, and it'll be better timing, and then it'll work out. You know what I mean? So if it doesn't work out the first time, doesn't mean it's not going to work out altogether. That's true. That's true. Keep hope alive. Keep hope alive. Sometimes you gotta let it go. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. I think that's good for the gold. Some of the golden rules. Obviously, there are many, many, many more golden rules that you that you can adapt for your relationship. My rule of thumb is set your own rules for your relationship. Yeah. Don't try to live by someone else's rules. So what what worked for your mama and your daddy or your best friend or your or your sister might not work for you. Yes. And don't listen to these chicks on, or guys on Facebook who posted all these memes like. My like I, I can't be with a girl if she don't do A, B, and C or my man has to pay for all my bills and Oh my god. Stop gosh. it. Stop the it. Worst. It's not realistic. It can be realistic for you, but that's something that you need to decide with you and your partner. And nobody else should be up in that conversation. Sippers, why don't you guys give us some golden rules? Cause ain't nobody here an uh, expert. That's true. In relationships. So if you can hit us up on our Gmail at altinoshadepodcast at gmail.com. If you can go ahead and post on our group at Altinoshade Podcast and Friends on Facebook or on our page at Altinoshade Podcast <laughs> on Facebook. I always forget if there's a podcast on there or not. Um, and then once again, you can always slide in our DMs on Instagram at Altinoshade Podcast. All right, guys, moving on to my least favorite. Of all time, the most favorite. What sounds about right? We got completely destroyed, destroyed, destroyed last week by Anya, Anya, the the voiceover queen. queen. She, she needs to. TJ, we said for our live show, we're gonna get all of uh, the people who did really good on that sounds familiar Mm. and have them go against each other. That's a good idea, right? I don't know if she did as good as Gerard. Gerard, Gerard was, was outrageous. Good, but Anya, was, Anya was good too. Gerard was like even a split but second. But Katie, you remember Katie yeah, was killing it too. Kate, do you remember Katie? Are I don't you? think TJ was on part of the show when, uh, oh, when Katie was my on. My friend yet. Katie, she killed it. Mm-hmm. I think he came on right after she did. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yep. Yes, you did. She's a white chick who loves like all R and B and hip hop, mm. and so she just she shamed me. Love you, Katie. <laughs> all right, Sipper. So we're about to play five songs for the table. They have to guess the name of the artist or the name of the song. You can find these songs on all Tino Shade Spotify playlists. We do not own these songs. We don't have the rights to these songs, but we love the artists and who created them, and we want them to get proper due. So please go check out the playlist. It's a dope ass playlist. I think I have some tough ones for y'all today. We're gonna see what y'all how y'all how y'all do, but what's the score? You know, last time you played TJ, he beat you. I know. I don't. I didn't need that reminder. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so I think it's. I know TJ has one. I think you may have like five or something. Mm-hmm. So five one. All this, right. So this, I'm not gonna get it, but this first song came out in 2019. It's a new artist. I'm trying to introduce some new music to y'all heads so y'all can enjoy it. Let's see what we got. <laughs> You're from D.C. and it's not Wale. Okay. I like this Afro cute, like Afro beat. Ah, but you're ah. on the phone with it and bang home. You know I'm Sean Combs with it. Hey, tell him. Yeah, I got verses for it and I'm a street boy, so I'm on the road for it. We would I know him. I got me talking like a dog for it. Maybe. I hate it when I gotta go and get the dog for it. I hate it when she says she love me when I'm far from it. I hate it when she I wanna hear the she beat chorus. I'm too busy trying to put the family on time, but I was keeping mm-hmm. eye on it like I'm fed a while. And that beat nice though? It is. Is that Jenny Aiko? No. Alright, so. Is it. Wait, I'm not done. Tigger? Travis Scott? (laughs) No. He loves Travis Scott. You can always go with Travis Scott. Any little people, I know you always do. This is a new artist. The two people that he always picks Travis Scott and Tigger. Hold on. Um, Lil Nas? No. Um. TJ, I played him in a song for you once before with a female group. I can't think of who it is. All right. Dante? No. So this this artist is called Gold Link. Oh, well, there you Gold, go. I never Gold heard of him Link. ever in my entire life. So. Name of the song is song More. Is nice. More. I knew y'all were going to get that one, but that was for the sippers. I added extra one just for y'all. Wah, wah, wah. All right, this next one. Wah, wah, wah. This is a new song, Can too. Can you give me that, Jay? Thank you. <laughs> so this next song, also the brand new song, but this artist is very, very popular. Listen to the voice. I know this song. Zippers, do you know who it is? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. She was a fan, but a friend didn't care. I heard this yesterday. Kodak Black? Who? No. Mm-mm. What's the name of the song? Can't think of Hold up. it. <laughs> No. <laughs> Don't laugh at me, TJ. <laughs> All right, so this is Anderson Pack. You know who Anderson Pack is? No, he wants a trombone again. Thank you, Shay. You know this, Shay? Mm. Oh, damn. Okay. So this is Anderson. I was trying to walk wall walk him. He always says, uh, Good Lord. No, what did he say? I've never heard of His him ever phrase. a day in my life. Something Have you like ever that. heard of him? 
I you heard, heard this of? song the other day. I, TJ, I, I need you not be quiet because you normally how I win these things. Mm. You give me all these hints. <laughs> Where are all these hints at? That's you again. No, I, you're right. I do. Yes, you, you, you be like, them out. You be like, mm. who is Moesha's Moesha's mm. brother? No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Don't yeah. be doing something like that. Because that is very, very. It's accurate. To what the song is. Because that's Brandy singing in the background. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. That's where I, I do I love heard the song the other day. Yep. So that was called Jet Black. By Anderson Pack. All right, so it's oh, so I got two right now. You got love I because got you ain't. You All right, ain't. here we go. Y'all can get this one. Oh, this one is nineteen seventy-two. James Blunt. He has a movie out right now. Elton John. Yes, Elton oh. John. Rocket Man. You know this song? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there we go. And I rap friend. So this, I didn't know it came out that, that long ago. This is a popular song, though. No, I, I, I always hear the chorus, though. I like, um, here's some good stuff. Are y'all gonna watch this movie? Yeah, yeah the movie called Rocket Man. Out. I might illegally do so. Maybe. All right. Maybe not. He sure. got that one. One zip. One zip. All right, yo, this is your genre. Two thousand came out in two thousand. I got at least Ty. Craig Matt. Not Craig Mack. No, uh, Craig David. Yes. Oh Craig my David. God! <laughs> I'm so Craig annoyed David. right now. <laughs> oh, she missed You know this song, yeah? I actually do. But I haven't heard of Craig David in so long. I he knew was, it was like Craig something. Yeah. He's he's that that British singer, right? He comes. Where's he from? I don't know where he's, he's from. He's from he's from um England. But he comes like and does a couple of songs every like decade. It feels like, and then goes back. Like he gets his money, his yeah. stack in 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 America, and, goes back and then America. goes back. This came out in two thousand. It's called Seven Days. Mm-hmm. I don't remember this. It's good. Hold it's on, I want to hear the chorus. Doesn't he mind you of Joe? Like this, a are, bit. all this a music kind of reminds me of like back in the day, Joe and Joe Drew Hill it. You and know. Tevin Campbell. All right, so it's two zip, two zip. Jesus, take the wheel. So if he gets this one, he wins. All right, he bought in two thousand one. L. Angie Stone. I know this one. This is a great song. This is gave you that one. Did you guys Stone. know that Angie Stone and D'Angelo have a baby together? Absolutely. Absolutely. Talk about a mixed match. And this is back when D'Angelo was in his um How does it feel? See? Men like a little fluffy. With the six pack and the V cut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he likes he likes um thick girls. Thick women. This is um, Wish I Didn't Miss You. Wish I Didn't Miss You. All right. So. Stone is a gem. Old girl could say. So it's 2 1. Don't look at me like that. This one came out in 1995. Notorious BAG. He's in the group. It's not him by himself. Get money. Yes, get money. Oh, God. I forgot you to name the song. I forgot about that. I keep thinking about the artist. That's my fault. I keep about getting the artist. Junior yeah. Mafia. Yep. Junior Damn Mafia. That's what I was going to say. couldn't think of his group. I keep forgetting you can say the name. All right, so Shay, you're going to have to choose a random ass song. That's all I had. There's two, two. So choose a song. Feel fine for it to be reggae. 
No reggae. Put Sizzler, dry cry. Find the song that can break the tie. Even my heart cries. Between L and TJ. Is L going to lose two in a row? Okay, I don't need this from you. That's what I don't need. No pressure. Y'all may not get this, but I'm. Hold on, isn't is it brand new? It's 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 brand new. Can we? Can it be something that we can actually get? Yeah, yeah. it's something like, we can get. It's a tiebreaker. Yeah, it's a tiebreaker. It needs to be popular. Feel free to put Beyonce. <laughs> no Beyonce, no Brandy, no uh, Keisha. No, not Keisha. What's the other girl? Um, her and Brandy. You can feel free for Travis Scott. Monique. Because that's always my, my, my guess. <laughs> I stopped choosing, choosing those songs. That's all you Yo, were guessing. For like, for like a good solid like four weeks, Travis Scott was the best answer. Yeah, some good because he was in a Travis Scott like love fest. I don't know if it was a love fest. Yeah. You was playing him nonstop. All right. Let's try this one. Dun, 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 dun. I'm going to take you down. 1990. Back to life. Back to reality. Choose another oh one. No, that was too easy. You can't choose no. You can't do what with the words in the very beginning. As soon as it came on. Uh, no, we can't it. do that. No, that doesn't count. You know, count. I'm just fast with it. it, it, it. No. She, she, no, she, she got it. She got it. She got it. She got it. Okay. She got it. TJ Nope, nope. She got it. That's the song you got. He's succeeding. And I shall take it. She got it. I will take it. What's the right word when you give up? Not give up. Concede. 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 I was thinking of the artist. He's conceding. Know the artist directly. That's what I was thinking of. Because nobody knows the artist for that song. The right. song just said back to life. Back to life. It was supposed to be something we were supposed to get, though. Glad that I was passed. Wow. Glad that I was passed. L is the champion. She is the champion. All right. Tipper, hope you enjoyed that round of That Sounds Familiar. Hopefully you defeated L. That's not that different from the Get Money, though. Get Money came out pretty early in the song, too. Get Money. And what you say, huh? That's all good. Yeah, you got to step in those... You, you, you chose an like old <laughs> song. I mean, you tried, but L just it just happened to have the other part. All right, yeah, that was close. I need TJ to be more vocal, like normal. You got it, L. Good job. That baby. was too close. That was good. Don't ah, uh, don't even. <laughs> What? I'm sorry. That was you did a great, you did a great job. Really. Teacher, don't act like you gave it to me. I won it. I didn't give it to I you. I won it. You know, I like my spankers from. It's <laughs> <laughs> not the first time I've heard that. All right. Are you feeling the shake? Oh, oh I don't know what that is. I have no clue what this song is. It's not is it without me? Who's the artist, though? I have no clue. Halsey? Oh, I don't know. You know she's black? She's black? She don't look it, but her mama black. She didn't sound it either. (laughs) She's black. (laughs) She doesn't look it at all, but she's one of the rare um, drops. We say you you get a drop of black and you're black. She's one of the weird droppers that don't at all, like her melanin doesn't show at all, but her mama or her daddy, one of them is like- Halsey? Halsey, H A L S E Y. She was dating G E Z. She looks straight white, like straight mm. white. But she's her she mama. Like it too. Her mama black. She's really. Oh wow. She do look white. But she. It's so funny because she tries to be vocal on uh, like um, race that. stuff. Yeah. But nobody wants to hear it. But uh, she probably has a really great perspective, perspective. because, you know, she's she's born kind of like both. Mm. Hmm? Trevor Noah, Trevor Noah, yeah. Trevor Noah looks he black looks, to me though. He does look black, but he's, he's biracial. But he's literally a crime, so 
And he was in one of the worst. Have you listened to his book? I mean, you could read it too, but I, I listen to everything yeah. on Audible now. His, like, if, you, if you're looking for a good book, literally, his book is amazing. He's, a good, he's good at telling stories. It's a, he does it himself. He does the Audible. He reads it out himself in Audible. Um, but just listening to his childhood, it was, yeah, in, in Africa, it was literally. South Africa, right? South Africa, it was illegal for, like, African-American, well, not African-American, Africans and white people to mm-hmm. have babies. Mm. Um, and so he was literally, like, his whole being was illegal. Wow. <laughs> have to check it out. What's the name of it? Born a crime. Born in crime. Born, Born a crime. Born a crime. Okay. Yeah, mm. it's really good. Oh, it's really it good. His mom couldn't even walk with him. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Like down the street, she had to pretend like he, she was the nanny or something. Wow, mm-hmm. I'm gonna check it out. It's insane. All right, guys, let's go ahead and move on to what's your ish? What's your ish? What's your ish? What's your ish? Yeah. My ish has to be the. It can be anyone right now. I'm rocking igloo. Um, but the 24 hour, 48 hour cups. 28 hour cups. Where they keep it either hot or cold for days. Okay. Have, okay. have you gotten those? Mm-mm. Okay, so they have cups. What's the what's the what's the main one? Tarvis or Takea? Yeti is the big one. Yeti, Yeti, Yeti. that's what I'm thinking about. Oh, Yeti's. Oh, the water, the water container. Yes, it's yes. the market. The market. Yes, I have with the key leader. Water. Yes. Um, but I love like being able to put ice in my cup and then just being able to have like for me, I can't drink water unless it is cold, freezing cold. I can't do lukewarm water. Gross, right? So for me, my water intake has really like jumped up based mm-hmm. on the fact that I can have ice in my cup and my ice doesn't go away yeah you know i've I've put ice in this thing and have come back the next day and like to dump it and it'll still be full of ice in the florida heat in the florida heat it's amazing it's amazing i don't have one of those i don't have a yeti one i have the takeo one Mm -hmm. but it's an actual 32 ounce container and I, you can put, I can put water in there first thing in the morning, and the next day it's still cold. It's literally amazing, especially if you, for me, I'm always cold too. So these, I have two of them. Uh, one I keep something cold, and one thing I keep hot in. Having hot coffee all day mm-hmm. is like <laughs> life. Like your coffee never gets cold, lukewarm. It's just always that perfect temperature. What I will say though is I don't pour my coffee into the cup until it's cooled down a little bit. Too hot. Because if you pour it directly into the cup after you make it, it'll be too hot. Mm. But okay. that's my that's Do my. Do you actually have coffee in that cup right there? Like no, it, right now I have else? tea. Mm. I made uh, peppermint iced tea. It's a cleanse. Peppermint iced tea. I love peppermint tea, and so you just steep it in uh, for a long time, and then put some ice. That's what's up, brother Jones. Uh, what's your ish this week? Mine's a little bit different. My my ish this week is unsung heroes. Okay, what's that? And the reason for that is because today is Father's Day. I know. And a lot of men do not get the recognition or the appreciation they deserve. That's Mm. true. And you have a lot of women on these days talking about their father. No, you're not a father. Okay? You're not a father. You are considered a mother. And give the men their day because they deserve it. Yeah. And a lot of things that a lot of fathers do are here for their kids and for the families gets unrecognized because it's always expected of them to do. Yeah. But my thing, my 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 heart, my 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 prayers, my thanks goes out to all the great good men who are really true fathers to their kids mm-hmm. and also a good man in the family to their wives. Absolutely. I might call my dad today. You should. 
I'm like, you know, might should definitely. Yeah. I can't call mine because my father's deceased, but mm-hmm. I still give him credit for certain things in life. Yeah, he didn't have the best relationships, but I still love him. You know, and he did make sacrifices for our family. And shout out to all the bio, the non-bio dads who are still repping and taking care of their kids uh, and treating them like they're their yeah. own. Mm-hmm. They, they are fathers still. They're fathers. They're fathers well. I feel like sometimes they don't get that same appreciation and love, mm-hmm. but maybe they should get more, you know? like. And that's why they're just unsung heroes. Yeah, that's I why like they're it. That. I think fathers should get more love in general. I agree, yeah, because yeah. Mother's Day, it was lit. It's Father's Day. It's like a blimp. Go buy, him, go buy him a tie and some underwear. Yep. <laughs> Bullshit. Right. What, what do you, so, what do you, what's your issue? So my issue week, as I mentioned a few weeks ago, I was in Orlando finishing up my life coach certification. And the instructor was not only a life coach, but he was also a hypnotherapist for past life regression therapy. Mm-hmm. And I was immediately intrigued by this. And if I have to be honest, I've always been intrigued by the belief of reincarnation and that we have past lives. <laughs> so he mentioned a book called uh, Many Lives, Many Masters. And so that's, this is my issue this week. Um, many lives, many, many lives, many matches by Brian Weiss. Um, it's a true story of a prominent psychiatrist, his young patient, and the past life therapy that changed both their lives. And this is really a great book. I can't deal with that. Listen, really I need therapy for my current life, so I can't thing, be dealing though. with past life therapy no, too. But, but here's the thing: so the the belief is, and it's, a lot of people start doing this therapy, is that the reason that we have certain blocks in our life or things that's hindering us, like fear of and all these phobias is because of a past life that is still attached to us. And so it's they do this therapy to go into the subconscious to release those blocks. And so many people have improved from doing this hypnotherapy past, past life regression. So this book more so, though, just talks about um, the, the masters of, of life, these spiritual beings that are given wisdom, education about human life and what is to come and so it's a really great book i bought it two days ago and i'm already halfway through it and so um y'all so you would never you would never do a a hypnotherapy session Mm. no just because i don't trust the other person i believe it to be true yeah but i don't i don't trust that person i mean like hypnotherapy it's getting you to do stuff outside of your will sometimes and so I don't I don't trust anybody to do that. Not necessarily. I mean, that's I think that depends on what you're going for. But if you're going, these are clinically most of these people are doctors, certified doctors. I don't trust doctors. <laughs> Negro, <laughs> please. You know, so you go you're gonna go to a psychiatrist? I don't go to a psychiatrist, but I but have you a would. therapist. You have a therapist. But a therapist okay. can't force me to do something that I don't wanna do. They're not gonna I mean they're not gonna this they aren't forced him to the do therapy, this, so you're not you're you. not even present. No, like, you are present. You're present, but you you're not present. present. Like you, you know can what I mean? Have it videotaped also so you can Absolutely. see and watch it and see, see when they, they plan anything inside you. Jay had Jay had me watching a um a thing on YouTube this week mm-hmm. and uh, it was pretty interesting about this gentleman who went on hypnotherapy and uh uh went back to Mars. Saying that he would, yeah, he was up in Mars also as well, and how they with the aliens, we are collaborating with them. We have they have human slaves who are working for them and stuff. Mm. And it, actually, it was pretty interesting. You'd be like, at first, you'd be like, man, that's BS. Uh-huh. But after you listen to it and watch, you'd be like, mm, it's kind of intriguing. 
you know, and I'm saying I believe it, yeah. but it does put some thought. Would you do, a, thought would you do a, a hypnotherapy session to, to see to see what your past life was? I don't even want to. You don't want to know if you were Cleopatra in one life sense? Absolutely not, because that's not gonna help me right now. What would help I'll, me though is he could hypnotize me to stop eating. <laughs> Can I get a thigh gap, please? But you, but you just said you didn't want him doing stuff I like don't, that. I don't. My vanity will allow it. I I would do it just to get some clarity on some things that I may have in um. Whether it's my past or even just things that had blockage to or so. Would you guys do mediums? I believe I've done them. No, I don't know mediums. I'm not doing a medium. I would love to talk to my brother though. But I don't know who else might come through. My grandma might come through. West Indian. You're West Indian. Yes, exactly. We all play with spirits. There's enough trouble. You my brother might come, but somebody else might come too. I don't want to hear that. All right, that's something I ish. All right, let's go ahead and get into our words. Words of wisdom, poster wisdom. Oh yes, it's that time of the episode. TJ, TJ Jones gives you his toast to wisdom. Pay attention, listen, and be amazed. <laughs> no, first I want to ask, uh, especially you guys here. Do you think you're always right? Absolutely, absolutely not. I see a difference between that. <laughs> a, a woman said absolutely right, and the man said no. And That's, do you dislike being wrong? Um, I actually don't dislike being wrong because what, what I've learned is that there is growth in being wrong. L? I don't care. I don't, don't actually care. Think, yes, I don't think that do. I'm always right, actually. I tend to think that the right answer can change based on your situation. I don't think that there is necessarily always a right answer. Okay. Here's a quote that I was talking when I was in um, Colorado, I was talking to this young lady and we had a great discussion about being right and wrong. And I had this quote that I shared with her before that I read. And it said, the great thing about knowing you're wrong is at that moment, you realize it at the moment that you realize it, you're right. Mm-hmm. Let me read that again. The great thing about knowing you're wrong is that at that moment that you realize it, you're right. And you're right about knowing that now you're wrong. And that's what it's saying, basically. Okay. In, in life, there's nothing wrong with being wrong. Thinking that we're always right is the problem. Amen. And that's what really is the problem with you. You don't learn from always thinking that you're right. You don't grow when you think that you're always right. Mm-hmm. Being wrong is, is that a good step for you to learn how to become and how to be right. Yeah. Part of the benefits of being wrong are, one, you learn. Yeah. That's the main thing. Learning is a process, and part of the process in learning is being wrong to become right. Yeah. Another thing is you don't only learn how, I'm sorry, you don't learn only how to become right. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a good thing, but let me read that again. You don't er- learn only how to become right. You also learn how to handle your being wrong. One of our reactions when we are wrong is that we become defensive. And I've had a case of that recently. We will fight with others to defend what we think because we think that we're right. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes when we're thinking a lot, we're wrong. Right. And also, becoming right benefits hugely from, from being wrong. Okay. Becoming right benefits you hugely from being wrong. Okay? You think less because now you know more. Okay. I like okay. that. So, what, what, does it, what does it take for someone to know that they're wrong, in y'all, in y'all's opinion? I think, um, for me, it has to be some self-reflection. You have to... I think things that have popped up make you feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um. And even if you have a reaction to it, you should take a moment to reflect on your reaction. And, it, and when you reflect on your reaction, then it'll tell you whether or not there's room 
for rightness or wrongness. Like I said, I think right and wrong is so is so. It's not fluid. I don't think it's as fluid as you I think, think it, it is. I think it is though. I think I, I mean there's definitely wrong, right? But I think right can be fluid. I don't think I think wrong can be less fluid. I'm great. I will suggest to all of each of us to well, I've, I've done it, but take an ethics class. I have to have to have to take them. Yes, right that's a great class to take on learning about right and wrong. Mm. And sometimes it's relative. Yeah. You know, it, it really is. But there's different versions of being right and wrong and stuff like that. But I will strongly suggest taking an ethics class and you will learn a lot about right and wrong. And it's not always about, as you're saying, right and wrong. Yeah. You know, uh, whether it's relative, whether it's perspective, whatever, you know. Mm. But there is also at times when we look at ethics and morals about being right and wrong to ourselves. Okay, and when we sit here, our right and wrong may be different from someone else's. Yeah. So that's when sometimes it's, it's a little bit, you know, not not here or there. So exactly. Yeah, I do think self reflection is a very it's crucial. Big thing. It's a huge, very crucial in order to understand that if you were in the wrong or not, and how to move forward. And sometimes being right isn't isn't right. <laughs> Does that make sense? Explain. Like. You can be super right, but how you approach it mm -hmm. can make you wrong. Mm. I tell this to my nephew all the time. He'll like say something and he will be right in his theory, but the way that he delivers it is so wrong that no matter what he says, the other person can't hear his actual truth mm -hmm. to know that he's speaking truth. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So delivery is huge on that. Mm -hmm. So sometimes people, like, I know a lot of people who are very, like, oh, I was right, blah, 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 and they get very amped up because other people don't agree with them. Mm -hmm. But everybody doesn't have to agree with you. However, it doesn't make you less right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just sometimes delivery is more important than actually what you're saying. Two smart drops dead at a one smart doorstep. Say what? Two smart drops dead at a one smart doorstop. Two... Too smart. Too smart. Drops dead. Drops dead. At a one smart doorstep. Door mm -hmm. That's some straight up island mess. <laughs> exactly. Your mama done said that to you too many times. You know who Lisbon is? Do you know why he get licks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All my Caribbean people know what that means. <laughs> so what should a person do when a person realizes that they were wrong in a situation though? Yeah. What should, what should that person do? What should a person do when a person, this is a note I wrote down. Become mm -hmm. become accepting of them being wrong. Become accepting of them being wrong. Mm -hmm. that's, that's a good one. And when you that's accept it, that means now you're taking it in. Now you're learning. Yeah. Okay. And it depends on what they're wrong. If they did something wrong to someone else, then you should make amends for that. Right. You know, but it's be accepting and accepting that is now holding yourself accountable for your actions and you're, you're, you're taking it all in right there. So the main thing is taking it and being able to accept that and not still try to push your point across because mm -hmm. a lot of people do that. They will be wrong. And even though they know they're wrong, yeah. they will do their best, especially with people arguing from our, from our show today. Also, people arguing will still push their point across to be right, even when they're wrong. Yeah. You know, and that's that's the problem right there. God bless my brother, Kevin. Rest in peace. But he used to do this thing where he would, we would be arguing, we'd be fighting, my brother. And he would get to a point where he knew he was wrong. Mm -hmm. Like absolutely 110% knew he was wrong. It was mm -hmm. like two plus two equals six. No, it don't, it equals four. And he would continue on. Mm -hmm. And he would like, after the fight, after we have, like I would give in or whatever the case is, or he had made his point. Uh, he would be like, yeah, you was right, but I just couldn't let it go. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's and ego, like, man. It's That's so ego. much ego, ego that happened. And I appreciated it 
at the end that he would at least admit that yeah. I was right. Yeah. But then it would make me so annoyed because, like, we would be arguing, arguing. Mm-hmm. And like, he knew he was wrong and he would keep arguing with me. That's like the theory. That's like the thing that was going around for a while. It's water wet. It's like, water wet? It's like, well, how can water be wet? It's just this whole thing. People didn't want to be right. People wanted to be wrong. And sometimes... Yeah. Also, with the whole thing of being right all the time, is people who think that they're right all the time, they generally don't think that they can learn from other people. So they end up closing themselves off. You can learn from anyone. You can learn from Trump, who is like literally the worst person in life. You can learn from positive and negative. Yeah. So you can learn from anyone. Anytime you walk into the room, if you think that you can't find or learn anything from the people inside your room, then you are the weakest link. But going back to this, sometimes it's not just learning a lesson, it's learning the lesson. Mm, lesson. Because sometimes we may learn a lesson from something we're wrong about, but we're not really learning the lesson we really need to learn. And that means you'll keep making that same mistake still. Facts. I like it. I think I get it. The minute you realize that you're wrong, you're right. Like the minute that you notice that like you did something messed up, you're right in that, you know, because it takes a lot for you to be self-reflective. It takes a lot for you to actually admit to your mistakes. So the minute that you do, then you know that you've really been tripping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, guys, moving on to our final sip. I like this song. Yeah, it's a great song. What they got? All right. Do you guys have a final sip? I have one. I have a final sip, too. Okay. Well, you want to go? No, you go first. All right. So yeah, I'll bring it in. I'm like, oh, I know, right? So final sip for me, and <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna start this off saying, "What do you think went wrong?" All right, what do you think went wrong? So, from the, from the book, it says, "Help! I really hurt my male best friend's feelings. We have been there for each other for going on six years. We even sleep in the same bed together sometimes. Not sexual. I just recently started started to like him. When I told him, he said that he is no good for me since he uses women for sex." So I told him that we shouldn't hang out anymore if he doesn't like me in that way. He has always offered to be my children's godfather, but I said no to that too. He's upset because I told him that he doesn't get to have all the benefits of being my BF without actually being my BF. That makes sense. Was that too harsh? My question to y'all, what happened? What do you mean what happened? What happened in that situation? She caught feelings. Is she wrong? No. No? No, I don't think so. I think the reason why I say that is because I think you have to look at your own, what you can handle, right? Clearly, she's caught feelings for this man, so they can't result back to BFFness, right? So she has to determine how she can move forward with her in her own heart and it be uh, a place that she can grow from. You know what I mean? Having him there, she's not going... I can see her perspective. I'm assuming she's thinking, having him there in her life, mm. he is filling that boyfriend role, right? Mm. So she's not going to be open to other men because she already has someone filling that boyfriend mm. role. And so she's cutting herself off, and he's cutting himself off, too. No, she's cutting him off. She's well, cutting off six years of friendship. Yes, she's cutting off six years of friendship, but she's cutting herself off from being open to relationship. Now, do I think she should be that extreme? No, she can cut him off. She can cut off like sleeping in the same bed together and maybe dial back how much time they spend together. But right now she's in her feelings. And I feel like as a woman, sometimes, especially like I've been in a situation where I've had a best friend who we've kind of like 
were more, but not. And it's hard to it's hard to transition to anything else because you gotta define those roles and keep it as they are. Because that person is filling is filling multiple roles at the moment, but they're not filling it the but way they, you need them to. But they shouldn't be filling those roles. If they should. If they just if they're just best friends, as this woman says, mm-hmm. hey, this is just my best friend of six years, then there should be no. Why she shouldn't be cutting him off like that? But do you think that the upset. roles have only been corrupted by her? I think the roles have always been what they are, and he was very clear about what his intentions were. And the minute he told her mm-hmm. that he didn't like her in that way, she got defensive and cut him off. I don't know if I agree well, with that. I but I don't think he said he didn't like her. He just said, "I respected you enough that I, you are my best friend. Yeah, I'm not going to treat you like these other women. Exactly. I don't want to. I don't want to cross it up. I don't want to lose his so friendship." I don't yeah. want to lose that's, his friendship. That's a line that women, they have you walking this tightrope and there's like sharks and everything around and they keep on shooting arrows at you. There's sharks and everything around. I'm giving you respect. I'm treating you with how we laid these ground rules out. This is how we're treating And now you caught feelings. Go ahead, T. Uh, I mean, Elder's right. She did catch feelings, but the main, from what I see, the main part of it is that she wasn't acceptance. I'm sorry, accepting, accepting what he told her. She wasn't Why is it to her? The, this listen, is ridiculous. Who made, who, made the, who made the changes in it? They did. No, they no, didn't. No, they did. okay, no, they you're didn't. assuming that... You're assuming. No, no. We're assuming all assuming, well. right? Listen, We're all assuming mm-hmm. at some level. But my thing is, for if they're sleeping in the same bed together all the time... And, like, Were they having sex? No, they're not having sex, not right? Having sex. But he says he can only... He, doesn't, he only wants women for sex, right? So... I'm pretty certain that she's filling that girlfriend role for him too, but it's a platonic girlfriend role. Sure. Yeah. I don't think so. Going back to what was stated and what she said in that right there, right? It was her lack of accepting his, 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 his decision Mm -hmm. to just keep them as friends. So then can people not, can people not make a decision about their own emotional health without being, considered crazy like she's saying she can't continue on this this relationship as it is right she's caught feelings it, depending on who no matter who mm. who actually is at fault for it right mm. she has caught feelings that's where they are they're best friends they're hanging out all the time they're sleeping in the same bed together that can't happen anymore she has to cut him off because she's caught feelings now does she need to cut him completely off i don't believe so yeah, I but i think that their relationship step back absolutely their relationship as is cannot continue to work and I think he it would be mad because they're not being the same people that they were before. It, it goes back to early in the show we was talking about when I was talking about we, he, we control our own feelings. Mm-hmm. Okay? It goes to that. Don't yeah. nobody make us feel a certain kind of way. And I'm glad you That's used that. That's a lie. You feel let, in my booty, me, I'm going to feel some type of way. Let, hey. let, let, let me say it real quick. <laughs> it, it was, I'm glad Jay shared that because she started feeling that way on her own. Right. Yes, he's doing good things. Absolutely, he's, she he's, caught and, feelings on her. And own. you're right; he did fill up a role in her that she wanted to be filled. Mm-hmm. Okay, as well mm-hmm. as she, I bet she did, as well as, <laughs> as well as he, he got did some for other her. She wants to be filled, but but in, in that right there, she didn't control her feelings enough to accept the friendship that he was giving to her. Yeah, he didn't make her feel no way. She felt that on her own. Mm-hmm. It's hard for us to control, to control our emotions and our feelings. It really is. Yeah, but when we learn how to do it, we now are accepting. And able to be called ourselves accountable for what we do and don't allow with our own emotions. Right. And part of controlling or uh, controlling your emotions is controlling the situation. And that's what she's trying to do. She's trying to control the situation in a way that she can that reduce she has to do her it feelings. Right. Now. right. Yes. right. At so the, at the expense 
of her friendship and his feelings because he he didn't change. He didn't change for who he was. He was very direct. He just, hey, this is this is what we are. We're, we're best friends. I'm, we are friends. But now because you've caught feelings, you're mm-hmm. now saying that I'm changing this whole dynamic. I'm losing my friend, yeah. my confidant because you caught feelings. You didn't communicate and, on that. And and, and to bring Tough this luck. and to bring all this together, you're right. As I mentioned earlier in the show about <laughs> us you. us learning from our situations we go in, so we don't do the same thing again. She's going to learn from this and realize oh, she, yeah. the losses that she had from her decision. And letting him go as a friend. Yeah. And if she ever go through that again, she will handle it differently. And that's one of the good thing about experiences because it helps us to sit here and get new teachings to us. Absolutely. For us to learn how to accept and deal with differently the next time it comes around. The next time she won't be <coughs> in the bed with him. And, and she'll, she'll do her whole situation differently. My thought is, this is where I come from. I'm thinking that they both took the relationship to a different level. There has, I, I've been in this situation, maybe that's why I speak to it, where neither one of you necessarily want to commit to the other or commit to anyone specifically. So you guys kind of hang out in your best friends and you're getting some of your other needs met by other people, but they're meeting the relationship needs, right? Possible. They're meeting Possible. the, oh, I don't have, you know, when I come home, I want to come home to someone, right? If it's your best friend, sure. Like, let's go grab a drink. Let's go get happy hour. Let's chill out. Or yeah, you can come to the house and cooking, right? They're meeting those needs that those relationship needs so they can go out and do their non-committal thing. But I think at some point, the, this, the scales tip. So, so let me ask you this, right? Huh? Communication. Communication. Yes. So and so, being honest with yourself, I think so, it's really important. So for her. they had some kind of maybe I'm not sure from the way it sounds they had some kind of agreement and understanding inside of there. Yeah. Okay. But then maybe where there's also it seems sounds like mm. there was some alternative motives also within those. Anytime you're you sleeping in a bed with somebody, I mean, not really. On a, no, on a, no, on a no, regular no. basis, they though. They don't say regular. Nope. They don't say regular. Even they don't say regular. Uh, and again, this is when we must learn how to there's control. There's morning ourselves. wood. There's Again, again, <laughs> things have popped up, <laughs> popped in, but <laughs> but again, going to this experiences will help you sit here, learn how to do situations differently and better in the future. Right. Okay. And then when you do that, you learn how to control you. Mm. You do. I mean, and when we're not at a point we can control ourselves, we will give into those kind of feel like she may have given in. Mm-hmm. She started feeling for this guy because, like you said, he was meeting a certain part of her that she wanted and desired. Yeah. Okay. Even though it wasn't stated and agreed upon, but he still was. So now that, okay, she incorrectly caught feelings, right? We say that. We'll all agree. She incorrectly caught feelings. Mm-hmm. Now that she realizes she has caught feelings, she's inappropriate for pulling back? I think. I'm not saying that she's inappropriate. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that she is doing the friendship a disservice. If that, if that friendship is really what she says, right, right, then by cutting this man off completely is doing because she's gonna hurt. She's gonna yeah. She's she's, gonna, she's a, hurting she's gonna, herself. She's gonna, yeah, she's hurting herself. Yeah. someone who's filling roles for the needs of the best. He friend. still has. She still. He's still yeah. her best friend. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just think from that perspective, no one's ever wrong. Or taking a step back when they realize the situation is no longer what they want, right? Mm-hmm. You have to be able to understand or avoid situations that you've been in in the past that you don't want to be a part of ever again. So she's not wrong for that. I just think that she is placing uh, too much blame or, or, or on this on the guy for keeping it one hundred the entire time. He didn't but change. But is she placing blame? Because she's just saying she's stepping back. She's trying to punish him. She's like, well, that's is too it, harsh. But, but is it a punishment yes. though, yeah. or is it just her realizing that she can't? 
the situation that is currently she's in, she can't stay in it anymore for her to be emotionally healthy. I think it's a. I'm sorry. I'm, mm-hmm. I think it's a punishment because the fact is she's bothered by the fact that he got upset. She's like, was I too harsh on him? Harsh, harsh implies that you were you were looking for some form of punishment for him doing what he decided to do. No, because yeah. I can do something and I can and not all consider it a punishment, but I can still wonder if it's the impact is too is too severe on the other people who are affected by it. I'm gonna say this. I, I, I like this. We can make bad decisions and still think that our decision was the right decision for us. Mm-hmm. And that's a big part of it. Right. Okay. And when we think that way, we still think we're right. Mm-hmm. And when we do that, we're not going to, we're not going to, we're going to keep on making bad decisions instead of better decisions. Again, I'm not saying that she's right or wrong. Right. She could have made a better decision in this. So they, they, she could have made way better decisions. The but, minute that she realized that there was any kind of like, feelings in there years, she, she could have pulled on. it you in tell me you just now just catching feelings in six years whatever <laughs> whatever some things done popped up uh, she done, didn't put on some things all right, i'm up. just saying for me i think your emotional health your emotional well-being is your number one thing that you as a person have to focus on it's like that whole planet plane thing like if the air comes down you got to put it on you before you can put it on anyone else and so I feel like for you as a human being my job is to make sure emotionally physically spiritually I am in a good place and that has to come before anything else because I can't help anyone if I am not coming from a good place myself I, I don't disagree with that at all and so for her I think she might be coming from the place of I need to work on my own, own emotional health and having him around so close right now is not going to be uh, helpful. I think she took it too too far. Too, too she might have taken it too, too far. The, the end part of it where she said, and said that he don't get the benefits of these things right here, right? Mm-hmm. Listen to that right there. Exactly. Okay, she feel like she's feeling a certain kind of way in her emotions, definitely. He's not trying to get the benefits of her and that kind of. They both are getting the benefits of a friendship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A friendship. Clearly, he hasn't tried to be sexual with her. Right. He yeah. hasn't been tried anything. So what benefits are you getting the benefits mm-hmm. of a friendship? Yeah, but like you act like sex is the only part of like an actual relationship. Mm-hmm. There's this level of intimacy that happens, mm-hmm. right? So that's why it makes me leads me to believe okay. that they are acting like boyfriend and girlfriend without the sex because of that statement that she said. Like he gets all the benefits of the boyfriend, but none of the actual. L, what's the biggest difference between a friendship and relationship? One word. Um, sex. commitment. Sex. No commitment. Sex. Absolutely not. Because I have a lot of friends who I could never be in a relationship with, right? And it's because of they have different principles in life. They have different theories about how they handle things. They have different religion, religious practices that I don't agree with. Do you have sex with all your friends? But I could be friends with them. Do you have sex with all your friends? I have sex with none of my friends. Okay. Who you have sex with? The guy you're in a relationship with, right? My man, yeah. That's the common denominator right there in most relationships. Sex. I'm not saying it's the only one. Yeah. But one of the biggest things is sex. He kept it where it wasn't sex in the relationship. Yeah, it but was, you he kept it as a, at, a, at a friendship level. Have you ever been in a relationship where you don't have sex? Like sex isn't that common, or I, no. I've been in friendships. <laughs> yeah, basically. That's and that's that's my point. Basically. I've been in friendships. We've, 
I mean, not, I've been on, in relationships on, where there's on. been drive spells. All right, my final sip is Creative Loafing currently has the best of Tampa Bay yes, out. Yes. And so, sippers, we need you guys to vote for us as the best podcast yes, in Tampa Bay. Yes, we please. need oh. it. So, it, we'll post it on our Facebook and our Instagram and everything like that. But please go and vote. Please give us some love. Uh, we really, really appreciate it. And the more recognition, the more people that we can get to know about us is the more that we can continue to provide great quality, great content. Um, I think the voting starts uh, right now. You can you can um, submit, submit nominations. nominations. So nominate okay. us. And then and then the voting closes, happens like in voting, like two months, right? Yeah. And then you vote on it. So right now, just go and nominate, all nominate. Team, you know, shades that, that, that way we're in there. and We are the, the leading can uh, podcast we start off strong yeah yeah, definitely all right guys we appreciate you so much and with that i'm gonna go ahead and call this sip session done blessings